believe Rajan is a good man. Though I say this is something I know I am less certain of than I was before. Separate issue. As a police officer, you must have sensed there was something completely untrustworthy about that Leela, didn't you? It wasn't just me, was it? As she said. Exactly, yeah. I felt the same. Here, like this. Just excited for Sense8. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, for episode number eight. All I want right now is one more bullet. Yeah. Eight. Two point eight. Mm-hmm. Boom. This is a good one. It is. I liked it. It's intense, man. Mm -hmm. Really, a lot of action. Well, more just every scene was really fun. I think. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So, also, I'm willing to submit it as potentially the funniest episode of Sensei. It is, I mean, Lido is in fine form in mm -hmm. this episode. Cannot deny it. Like, Lido has been in fine form before. Yeah. But now he, because it's season two, is interacting so much with everyone that he gets to just Lido all over the place. Yeah, it's true. It's great. And they're to varying degrees of success for the other Senseis. So, like, Jesus, Lido. So who should we start with? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with Wolfgang. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Um, what is he doing? Um, oh, yes. It picks up where uh, they found Whisper's house. And uh, they have a fun little discussion yeah. with Jonas, which is kind of like a whole cluster moment. I'm not sure mm -hmm, if you want to mm -hmm. talk about that just yet. Yeah, it's yet. a very start. We can talk about okay. it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So um, they're like, Jonas, you're alive. And it's really funny because you have a bunch of characters voicing the same thing that I think all the audience members were thinking, which is like, okay, I am so confused right now. <laughs> How are you still alive? Are you still alive? Are you? Are you, though? And uh, Jonas essentially is like, yeah, so the only person who could stop lobotomizing me, who has the power to do it, who is essentially more powerful than Whispers, is the chairman. The they're chairman. Like, Why would the chairman save your life? And then they're like, they, you know, the chairman needs Whispers for his zombie program so he can have disposable assassins take out his political opponents, a.k.a. just like the politician who got shot down last episode. <laughs> and so they come to the conclusion that the chairman saved Jonas because he doesn't trust Whispers. And so he's kind of using Jonas's leverage because Jonas is connected to Whispers, therefore hence he can spy on him. Mm -hmm. So as Jonas puts it, he's like, I've made a deal with the devil, guys, but I'm sure you understand. Like, I'm trying to survive here. And they're like, what the fuck, Jonas? It seems very suspicious. It does. I guess suspicious isn't the right word since he says he did it. Yes. But it's definitely like Less trustworthy for Jonas now. Exactly. I mean, he is directly in contact with them in a way he wasn't before. Yeah, and it's almost like one of those things where he's like, I'm so sorry, and then you see like a helicopter flying and, and whisk Whisper's family away. So it's kind of like, oh, you've revealed that you're still alive and something nefarious is happening. Also, you might have just been stalling so Whispers could get away. Mm -hmm. That's not awesome. Who can say? Who can say? But Will gets really uppity. He's like, no, it's our only chance. And Wolfgang is being level-headed, which is very impressive, guys. And he's just like, no, no, no. We need you alive. You need to stay put. And they wait for the helicopter to leave. And then Wolfgang makes a move inside. And Will's like, what are you doing? And Son's like, mistakes will be made when people are, you know, trying to scurry away. And so Wolfgang uses his fun special safe powers, and they get some files. Well, specifically, uh, he recalls Will's previous memory mm -hmm. of uh, being whispers in his house mm -hmm. and opening the safe. Yeah. And Wolfgang apparently took note of that because mm -hmm. he knows the safe opening. Yes. Uh, so that's what he's doing. So, you know, helping out with the BPO storyline right there. Um, and then he's with Felix at the bar that, or the club that Felix got from Sebastian. Felix is unhappy. Felix is unhappy. He's trying to start a fight with the <laughs> soccer dude, who's also the bartender, who he might have, you know, broken the nose of in the other episode. But he won't do it. But he, the guy won't do it. And Wolfgang is like, you know, just kind of chilling out. And Felix is having an existential crisis, being like, "This isn't us, man. Like, we gotta get out of here. We like, gotta make keys and yeah, save damsels." Yeah, let's save damsels. Let's like go back to the way it was. And Wolfgang's like, the last time Felix tried to save a damsel, 
he got shot. It did not so go well. Maybe don't do that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and then Wolfgang's like, not just yet. Like, I still have to take care of some things. Uh, and then Wolfgang and Kala are snuggling a little bit. It's very cute. Hmm. Before, of course, Rajan interrupts with a bloody nose. Uh, we'll pick up that storyline when we talk about Kala. Um, and then Wolfgang's at the sauna because he's German. So, <laughs> naturally, the fun stereotype of just Germans enjoying the bath. Um, and Sebastian comes and sits down, talks to him, and he's just like, hey man, kind of having like relationship problems really with Lila. Opening like, his heart. Really opening his heart, which, you know, is saying something for a guy who is self proclaimed that he doesn't like people. So, I think he hasn't realized that the real problem is that his relationship problems are with Leela. Who is the worst? Yes, I think that is basically his his biggest problem at this mm-hmm. point. But he's like, no, I can talk to my man Wolfgang. I feel comfortable talking to him. And so he's just like, I really love her. But also I'm super paranoid, and I have people from the NSA who might have been able to get transcripts of some of her phone calls. And it looks like she has been in league with one of my competitors, and they're negotiating like a hit contract out on me. So like, what do I do, Wolfgang? And it's like, well, obviously you should break up with your girlfriend, for starters. But Wolfgang's like, not my business, man. But Leela can hear everything. Oh, yeah. She pops up, and she's just like, oh, it's so cute. He's trying to express himself, and I'm just going to manipulate the hell out of him. So she calls Sebastian while he's in the uh, sauna with Wolfgang and essentially sets it up where she's like, oh, you know that competitor that was doing, like, we were negotiating a contract? I don't think it was his idea. I think it was Wolfgang. And I was just playing along because I'm so scared for you. And you're like, damn you, Leela. Damn your acting skills. I hate you so much. You are so good at your job, whatever that job is, which is essentially manipulating. I'm like, meh. So Sebastian is just like, uh, I have to go. He's like, everything's fine. We, we should totally talk about this later. Okay, bye, bro. And then Lila's like, I just have a crush on you. And you're like, you horrible woman. Awful. Again, the character is like awful, but the actress is super good. So when I say I hate Lila, I really mean the character. Mm. want to just clarify that actress is knocking it out of the park oh she's the worst so then uh wolfgang's like awesome she's put me in this situation i'm gonna kickbox my feelings away (laughs) and then uh she pops up again because she is obsessed with him and it's like hey so uh sebastian is really worried about your friendship and you should have dinner with me and he's like awesome this is totally not a trap i'm gonna go and do my little walk of independence yeah he's like i have to go deal with this myself because i'm not a sensate i'm just lone wolf just a lone wolf gang yes (laughs) and he walks by all the other sensates like is anything wrong wolfgang the answer is obviously yes but i can't talk to you no i always get so bummed because like coffee is so excited to see him and he's just like no man he's like we don't interact very much gotta turn away from the market um, sorry, yeah. this isn't the time, Kathy. Yeah, sorry, guys. But yeah, he connects with all of them, and they're all like, oh, clearly something is not right, because usually Wolfgang doesn't talk that much, and he doesn't really connect with us that much, but clearly something's going on. So they're all freaking out, being like, all right. We're going to follow him anyway. We're going to follow him anyway. It looks like he's headed into a trap. So they're kind of scrambling behind the scenes while he is meeting with Leela, and she is talking to him about you know super grapes and and <laughs> he's just like i like beer and i'm like that's right man stick it to her um and she proposes that they are trying to build kind of like a neighborhood that is exclusively just sensates mm-hmm. uh she's like without you know sapiens getting in the way of things and she's rambling on and on about how like if we were to build this community like they would need a leader and it would be you and like anybody like they would be so happy these people would like totally fall at your feet and he's, Wolfgang has some national pride yeah he's like these are my people bitch this is Berlin and we don't you know we don't bow to anybody and especially you people with your wine yes and your grapes your she, super grapes she Italian yeah she's yes. Italian <laughs> well she says she's Neapolitan all right which is a distinction um so anywho uh, while he is talking to her and she's trying to literally seduce him with one the Matrix guy from her cluster <laughs> and it's used as like a power move where the guy's like, by the way, I felt up Wolfgang. He only has one Glock. We should be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, behind the scenes, everybody's scrambling. 
they figured out that like Sebastian has put a hit on Wolfgang at this restaurant like a time and a place so they figure out a way to like ping all of those phones who received that email so Wolfgang essentially knows like who the killers are in the restaurant and then all hell breaks loose because Wolfgang's like nah bitch I'm not joining your super crazy fantasy so yeah yeah shit goes down and you know Kala gets to swear which is adorable (laughs) and terrifying because she's like I'm a I'm a throw down your fancy ass wine and set everything on fire. You have a very exciting sense of action sequence. Yep. You know, a lot of a lot of people involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mainly um, Son. Yeah, ass. Well, I saw Son and Will. And, yep. and all those normal action people. Mm-hmm. Akala gets her line there. Yeah, and then they have like a sense of swoosh off, <laughs> where they're just like. Yeah, we should say you get to see all of Leo's cluster too. Yeah. Yeah, and dare I say it, our cluster is just so much better than theirs. Yes, yes. And I say our cluster, <laughs> even though I have no stake in this other than they're obviously the best. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a fun like little cinematic moment of like people all taking the punch. It kind of reminds me of like Lion King at the end in slow mo, where he's like, "Let me slap you," and it like goes slow mo, mm-hmm. kind of like you get to see the frames of the reaction. Not to spoil it, but I saw a little gift the other day that. Of that scene mm. where someone was pointing out that Will has a slower reaction time than everyone else, mm. which is funny and mm-hmm. could be a mistake, but I like the interpretation that it's because he's like withdrawing right now and he's kind of sluggish. Yes. Um, but Ooh, basically, he's in the back and everyone else swishes, and then like half a second later, he also swishes. Oh, <laughs> poor baby Will. Um, but this is obviously this is very fun. I remember this was in the trailer. It was yeah. like, ooh, and big we're like, sensei. What the fuck? It's just like the moment of them all rising yeah. up. It's like it, it is. Uh, people have read it as cheesy. I read it as epic. Take it one way or another. But it is still, you know, there's a there's a thrill. Mm-hmm. Either way, if you find it cheesy or epic, to be well, like, oh, they're very well choreographed right now. I saw some discussion about other sensei clusters in general Hmm. and you know having these multiple groups really be present in the plot and I've never seen this show but there are people saying like oh it's like heroes or something where it's like all you know lots and lots of people and there was meant negatively like oh I didn't want the show to do this kind of thing and I just thought um I don't know what show you thought you were watching yeah but it was clear from the very beginning that these weren't like the only sensates that it was legitimately uh you know reactions some people had of like oh we're gonna see more clusters i don't know if that's a good idea yeah it's like well that's obviously what the story is about though yeah <laughs> how could you not do that you know and how could you not take the opportunity to do an action sequence where a cluster all of battle. them are there yeah yeah i don't know that's it's weird, weird to me to imagine yeah. someone watching like the archipelago scene and thinking like oh this isn't the sense that I want. Yeah. It's like, isn't that the whole end goal you would hope for? It's like, we're going to see more and more and more. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I've never heard that complaint. But it's an odd thing. Yeah. But anyway, at this stalemate end of this action sequence, the yeah. police show up. So Leela does a classic Leela move and, you know, makes it look like she's a victim. And it's, it's like, like oh my God, move. Wolfgang's going to get she's me. She's crying. She's like, oh my God, he killed everybody. Yes. Help. And you're like, oh, you're the worst. But uh, she does tell Wolfgang, she's like, you're going to regret that you didn't die this night. And you're like, okay, Lila, way to be dramatic. But really, we do regret it. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, later on. So curse her. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's Wolfgang. That's the big end set piece. Yes. So. And it's fun. I enjoy it. Sort of the. The biggest deal, you know, Wolfgang's got a lot going on. In this yeah, one. I also love that when they're they're all freaking out and being like, "Ah, oh, shit, Wolfgang's in trouble. He needs help." And then Call's like, "I don't get it. Why didn't he just ask for help?" And they're all like, "It's it's Wolfgang, seriously." And they're like, "Yeah, we can't picture him asking for help." So it's funny to be like, "Oh yeah, they obviously are a much tighter cluster, but they do clearly have separate personalities, yeah. and everyone is aware of like their role, quote unquote, in the cluster." And Wolfgang's is definitely not to, you know ask for help or permission this would be a good transition Until to talking about Leto's role as uh drama sensei queen drama galore. queen crybaby slash uh flair bartender listening ear yes <laughs> a shoulder to cry on. yes a shoulder to aggressively demand that you cry on it so Leto is first of course by himself yes before he's truly sad he wears his magical onesie this whole his episode onesie sadness sad onesie i understand was auctioned off recently really uh, yes 
I so wonder how someone, much it went for. <laughs> someone's got that. <laughs> that's amazing. That's kind of weird. Like, what would you do with that? Kinda, you would wear it, obviously. And eat Ben and Jerry's ice yes. cream. and. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Because he's sad. And, and it's morning. Yeah. And, I mean, Hernando and Danny are judging him, even though they are currently drinking like, strawberry margaritas, margaritas in the morning. Like, explicitly strawberry margaritas. But, but to uh, be fair, they're, they have been tasked with reading more scripts and yes. maybe that's the only way they can get through those scripts is they're so crappy they're like shit we need strawberry margaritas and anyway the most horrible thing is going to happen which is Lido going right to the ice cream yeah this time of the day which is like one bite is like 20 minutes on a treadmill well he does it anyway yeah he goes for it because he has no hope in this world mm-hmm. and uh we then get to see him watching uh from here to eternity Oh, he does meet up with Sun beforehand, I think. Oh, yeah. I wasn't doing it in order, necessarily. Oh, yeah. No, I gotcha. But we could talk about Sun. No, it's totally cool. Uh, he he goes, eternity. he's sad. The point is, essentially, that when he meets up with all these sensates, he is sad. And they're all rolling thrash. their eyes and being like, I think he's depressed. Now, Sun is particularly <laughs> bothered, because, of course, Sun is the least expressive emotionally in general. Besides mm-hmm. Wolfgang, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Finds Lido in the street. She's like, what are you doing? Where he's, he's practicing like, for his career as a homeless man. Yes. And you're just like, Jesus, Lido. Get it together. Anyway, so she checks into a funky-ass motel called, like, a love hotel or something. Um, and she's just like, privacy, Lido. Privacy. And he's like, okay, okay. But then he just keeps crying. <laughs> and she's like, why are you crying? He's like, you don't understand. You don't know what it feels like to lose everything, son. Like, I've lost my manager, my agent, my Twitter followers, Instagram Some followers. Excellent self-awareness, yeah. Lido. Yeah, and then she's just like, you've got a guy who loves you. You've got a friend who'd do anything for you. You have a mother who loves and supports you. And what do I have? And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Your life really sucks. And she's like, but do you see me crying? And he's like... Of course, you never would. You yeah, never would. he's like, no, you would never break down crying. I love that the conclusion he jumps to is not, so I should be more like that, it's, but it's, you should be more like me. He's like, maybe that's why you need me. Now let's cuddle these adorable <laughs> kitty pillows together. And she's like, eh. He's uh, like, no, sure. we're doing this. <laughs> why not, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then he watches From Here to Eternity, and it's another really funny moment where... Hernando and Danny are just talking very, about him. Very like, non-subtle conversation. Yeah, psychoanalyzing him. Like, why does he love this movie so much? Because his mom loves it, and he watches it when he's depressed. And, like, Hernando gets really excited about the movie in the beginning, being like, oh, this scene is amazing. And he starts, like, talking about it. And I am, like, team leader on this. He's like, dude, just let him watch the movie. We don't need you to always have do this. a fun artist. He's like, stop talking about it. Like, you always do this. Where you're like, this is such a great reflection of the heteronormative wants and desires and you're just like Fernando I love you you're great I think you'd make a great you know museum tour guide curator but now is not the time read the room man read the room I don't want to talk about it yeah and so uh, Lita flips out on him in a nice way where he completely just ruins a perfectly good Blu-ray just like chucks it out the window I was like you good like go retrieve that man yes his dream is dead yes and so he's very sad and he's still like trailing Sun because Sun pops him when Nomi wakes her up to be like, hey, uh, your brother, uh, the gala that your brother is going to do is back on, and we think we have a way in because, like, nobody's checking the wait staff. so the only thing you have to do is uh, bartend. Can, do you know how to bartend at all? And sounds like, no. And then Lido is, like, sad flair bartending in the background, and it's really funny because he's, like, super good at it mm-hmm. for his role in, oh gosh, what was it called? He trained for this flair bartending. And it is for the movie called Bloodstained Tequila, <laughs> which doesn't sound sanitary, but, you know, whatever. Um, and so he flare bartends, and they're like, oh, we might be able to work with this. And then he starts crying again. <laughs> it's really funny. He also pops up in Kala's story uh, yes. with, with popcorn Yes. to watch as her goings-on are happening and to make some comments as well. Yeah, he's like, Rajan's yes. totally lying, like... He got beat up, but... So he sort of starts out sad, and then he decides to sink into his role as a uh, sensei spectator. Yes. Really enjoy it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's what he does. He just kind of wallows yeah. while giving advice and help. In a onesie sort. the whole time. Yes. It's adorable. Yeah. It's very different from Wolfgang's storyline. Yes, super different. But he does look very anxious, like, when Wolfgang comes to see him and not mm-hmm. say anything, and he's just like, oh, it's my buddy! And then he's like, oh, shit, my buddy's not doing well. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta get up in here. Uh, yeah, so that's Lido. 
Who else do we want to talk about? Talk about Nomi. Nomi? Yeah. yeah. Um, so not too much going on with Nomi other than um, she is very confused about Jonas and rightfully so. Uh, and so they're trying to figure out like, oh, why, why is Jonas doing the things that he's doing? He's alive now. This must, we, we have to draw conclusions about this. And then uh, it leads to her you know, trying on a dress, getting really anxious because she has to give a toast at, I think, her sister's, like, engagement party or something. I don't think it's a rehearsal dinner dress yet. doesn't really matter. Point is, um, she kind of, she wakes up and gives Sun the heads up about her brother. And they're like, this is, let's just put a pin in this for a future plan. But just so you know, like, we're working on this. And then, like, when Wolfgang comes in, uh, she's trying on a dress for her sister's thing and it's just like oh shit well gaining is our help but then she like full on like collapses and hits her head because she hates heels and she's wearing heels and it's like I'm a quirky rom-com heroine <laughs> and so she like passes out and then it's a really cute moment where since she is kind of out of commission right now uh, Amanita and Bug call Diego and Riley to be like hey Wolfgang needs help we need access into these things and so it's literally like Amanita and Bug have always been saying like FaceTime without a phone mm. but now they actually get to FaceTime one of the sunsets and it's a really cute moment where she's like oh my god Riley wow it's <laughs> you and like are you okay and it's like that's got to be a weird sensation mm. of being especially from Amanita's point of view like she doesn't know what these people look like it's she's, like when you um, edit yeah. a movie yeah you think you know the people yeah this is like Riley is probably like Amanita. We know each other so well, mm-hmm. and Amanita is like, we do not. <laughs> we do not, but I'm so excited to see what you look like. Um, and plus, you know, Bug is up in there too, so that's introducing fine. himself as the Bug. Yeah, so they they get to work hacking away, um, trying to help out Wolfgang by pinging all the phones of the hired mm-hmm. assassins. And uh, you know, Nomi is Nomi is out. Nomi is out. She's, She's got a little thing on her head, that's little Nomi. ice, and and that's it, really. Uh, so Riley. Yes. So Riley is still with Diego. Um, he was leading her into the police station, and uh, he's like, "Yep, this is the place." And she's like, "Oh, is that Will's desk?" Because Will's like, "That's my desk." And he's like, "Yeah, not anymore. Things have a changed since you've left, Will." And uh, what they're doing is they're trying to figure out the lady that uh, Riley just talked mm-hmm. to in the church, the assistant to Professor Kolovi, the one that gave her all this information about how to find whispers. They're trying to figure out her name, and um, they're trying to track her down, essentially. And so it's Will's idea to be like, hey, Riley, go to the police station and look for a missing persons report. Because if you know the same people that are after us are after her, there's a good chance that like she is dropped off the, the grid like we mm-hmm. would. Um, so they're in the middle of trying to figure that out when they get the call from like uh, Will and Nomi and Amanita being like Wolfgang needs help, and so Riley and Will intercut like breaking into Interpol trying to figure out like uh, you know where the restaurant is mm-hmm. and where the assassins might be. So. Everyone's just getting sucked into Wolfgang's I know, drama. I know, as without always. him even asking. I know, you I know, know what I mean. Well, he asked with his eyes. Yeah. I think. But it is, there are a couple of funny moments with, like, Riley and Diego because, like, she is kind of like the, the psychic translator mm-hmm. for him. And so uh, when he's like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to do it right. We're going to do it without breaking any rules. <laughs> and he, like, starts yelling at Will being like, we're going to do it right, okay? And then Riley's like, he's, he's actually, like, over <laughs> here. But okay, cool. Um, and it's just another sweet moment because, like, Will doesn't really do that much uh, other than, like, try and break into Whisper's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment where he does see Whispers, like, fighting with his wife now that they've been whisked away. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he makes the realization that, oh, yeah, Whispers feels just as trapped as the rest of us. That's a nice moment. But really, he's just kind of worried about Diego because he doesn't want to get him too involved into it. Being like, hey, th- once we figure out who this, like, Professor Kulovi's yeah. assistant is, they're probably going to be able to figure out that we're looking for her and they're going to be able to figure out who's helping us. So I think he's a little bit worried about Diego. And Diego's like, man, I got this. Calm down. Um, and then, of course, you know, he taps in for when Wolfgang mm-hmm. is in trouble. And that's pretty much Will's storyline. There's as well one as Riley's. important scene with Will. Um, but we could talk about that as we talk about 
Carla. Yes. Uh, we should do that. Yeah. Let's just do Carla. Yeah. So Carla is um, anxious about her husband uh-huh, uh-huh. and getting rambly. So she's working in the lab, and um, and it's really cute because it's in her cut with um, Will, who is currently by himself mm-hmm. and is leaning towards the drugs again. He's thinking maybe heroin would be a good choice. Yeah, and so of course I love it how Kala handles it. She pops it and she mm-hmm. just starts rambling at him. She uses and her power. She uses her power of being like, mm, somebody's gonna try and use drugs and that's not okay. So like while she she like shoves the drugs away, goes to, mm-hmm. to like the medical kit, starts taking all of his vitals and like she's doing all of this almost like second nature without even thinking about it while she's going off and talking to him being like it's very nice they obviously both know what she's doing yes uh but they don't have to say it out loud yes um but i like how i'm sorry no it's okay oh Oh, god we're doing so great no i think it's really cute that like they don't get paired up that much but it's really Mm -hmm. sweet when they do because obviously they are part of the two couples in the cluster and so it is kind of cute to see them mm-hmm. interact and be like, oh, yeah. Like, Tip advice. Yeah, yeah. Sage re- relationship advice within the cluster. Well, I like how she jumps from subject to subject, too. Yes. Like, just to make sure she's still talking. Yeah. So I don't remember. I think she starts talking about herself first, yeah. Yeah, she's but talking then... about Rajan and being like, I-, I know he's a good man. Like, I fundamentally, I know this, but, like, things have changed now. And, like, I'm thinking I should just tell him the truth. Like, you and son, like, I'm just going to tell yeah. him everything. And and I think that's that's what I'm going to do. And Will's like, are you just trying to tell him the truth so you hope he'll tell you the whole truth of what's going on with him? Or are you trying to tell him the truth because you feel guilty because you're in love with someone else? And she's just like, take your vitals. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, we can't talk that personally. I was just trying to distract you. Yeah. But also, I like that Like while she's talking about that, she sort of randomly interjects with, uh, like, also, like, do we think Leela is trustworthy? It's like, yes. in a way, I guess that's related because it's related to Wolfgang. But, like, it you feels completely random. You can tell it's bothering Kala. She's like, I don't trust this lady. Well, I think she's just sort of like, more things to talk about, more things to talk about. I think, I mean... I think it's, like, a balancing act of her being, like, I'm going to distract Will while I take his vitals. But also, like, I think as she starts to do it, it's also, oh, this I actually really do need to talk to somebody about this. I think her go-to is sort of, like, what what are all the different things we as sensates, like, are worried about? Like, let's just have a group chat with Will about anything and everything that might be an Mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. That'll fill the space. Yes. Except not if it gets too personal. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So um, she she tells him, like, hey, this is why you're craving the drugs. Y- you know that heroin isn't going to help you find whispers. We have the blockers. That's what they're for. You're kind of in withdrawal. This is what, you, like, you need to supplement your body. You need to eat properly. You need mm-hmm. to sleep properly. And we'll help, you know, cut down the addiction that you've developed. Um, so she's keeping an eye on him. It's nice to have that dressed as well. Yes. Um, because it hasn't been really uh, since whenever he stopped, which I guess is like the first episode or second episode of season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that much time has necessarily passed at this point, yeah. but uh, we can perhaps assume that he has been struggling with this mm-hmm. at other points in time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I get it. Cause he's definitely feeling trapped in this whole episode. And also he has nothing to do half the time. Yeah. So that, that certainly contributes to it. I think. Yeah. I mean, he, he is obviously able to like tap in with Riley and stuff mm-hmm. for the cop work, but it's like, he's a cop and he can't do anything right now like yeah. it's his it's his primary function to just you know investigate things and find answers and protect people and there's not much he can do right now with that so um that's pretty much Will's storyline is tied up right there and then Kala obviously taps him with him she um is snuggling Wolfgang yes. <laughs> at one point so it's obvious like Kala is obviously there to help Will but she is also struggling with her own mm-hmm. you know sense of like I know Rajan's good but I really like I do love Wolfgang like I am her sense from last episode or the one before yeah of, like uh I can be with Wolfgang but actually I can't but of course then she's 
letting him hold her again. Yes. That's as far as it goes. Yeah. And then she sees, like, she wakes up and Rajan is walking in with his security detail. And he has, like, this really bloody nose and he's clearly been attacked. And she's like, oh, my God, what's oh, I'm going sure on? I'm sure he like, just tripped or something. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my God, don't even worry about it. It's totally fine. And then Leto pops up with the popcorn being like, hey, so he's lying. Also, this is great drama. Yes. Please continue. Yeah, I'm just going to enjoy this. Oh, I didn't even mention how aggressively Leto eats his popcorn earlier. Oh, when, with from when Hernando is uh, yeah. discussing him. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really funny. Angry popcorn eating. It's great. He's such a great physical actor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kala is clearly worried about her husband. And, you know, this is kind of a safety aspect. But it's also very clear that he is keeping stuff from her mm-hmm. because she wakes up and it's right before you know she gets to tap in to help out with Wolfgang where um you know she wakes up and her husband is not in bed beside her he's downstairs on the phone yelling at somebody and she's like what's going on he's like nothing don't worry about it it's just like an Amer- an old american client or something obviously not true obviously not <laughs> yes, true he's he's telling them basically they, they like, can't leave threaten me alone, his family. Don't threaten my family. Yeah. I want out of this. So he must be talking to the people he's working with to, um, yes, ensnare uh, Ajay. Yes. Uh, which is it's like a little tricky because uh, he's acting like you know they're threatening him, which is interesting. When he'll explain this to Call later, uh, it's about how uh, they're trying to get him for. I don't remember exactly what he's doing. I think doing. it's for corruption. Yeah. Or uh, like some sort of corruption, whether it's like embezzlement or something. But like. But it sounds like the the people he's working with to are do this. Various are, and yeah, are like they're kind of forcing him into it. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. So uh, obviously we don't know that. So it's this mm-hmm. kind of dreading realization that he's keeping things from Kala, and she she keeps saying like, I know fundamentally he's a good guy, but like, what if he's not? Yeah. It's definitely colored differently. I think he's meant to look suspicious. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely from her point of view. It kind of feels like, oh, he must have gotten himself involved in something nefarious, which is why he's being threatened. And of course, actually, he's trying to stop something nefarious, which is why he's being threatened. Yeah. But you don't know that. It's interesting. Yeah. But he's never been that angry before, so it's very No, it's kind of, it's really scary. I was like, first this new haircut, now this yelling. That's part of it, too, I think. You're like, is... Is Rajan like has he been hiding? Yeah, has he always an been angry like person this? or yeah. something? Um, yes, or is it the haircut taking control of his brain? It's true. I think his haircut is actually a little better now. Yeah, it's growing uh, out a little it, bit. It was like it was the way it was in the Christmas special. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's particularly bad there. It's more like a Caesar haircut now. It's growing a little bit. Yeah, so. it's, things are improving. Rajan's <laughs> heart is growing in size, much like his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the Grinch. <laughs> Yeah, but it is kind of, it's uneasy because you do feel like your same point of view as Kala. You're just like, oh God, like, have all my suspicions been confirmed? I don't know this man. Is he really not the guy that he is claiming to be? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of scary. But She feels like he is good. She's pretty good intuition. Yeah. Although she is not the type of person that would believe that she does, so. Exactly, yeah. And then, of course, obviously, she helps out with Wolfgang and, you know, starts a fire. So, yeah. go Kala. Get, well, get Kala on your team. getting some of that uh, stress out, yes. I assume. Yes. And also, she doesn't like Leela. And Who would? A very good judge of character right there, <laughs> yeah. I must say. I think um, she, I think this Leela's a little suspicious. She says something like that to she's Will. She's like, nobody trusts her, right? It's not just me. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that this is a good assessment by me, but... Yeah. She's like, we all agree on this, right? <laughs> it's kind of like Leto when he's like, I really don't like that guy. They're like, you don't like him because he doesn't like your movies. He's like, well, movies, taste of movies says a lot about a person. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where it's like, this is my opinion, but we all agree about it, right? And they're like, no, this is because you have a personal investment in this. They're like, yeah, but I'm not going to address that. We're just all going to agree that I'm right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, which is, I mean, her with security, I guess, is a good segue into Coffeeus. Because, Who also has security. Yeah, well, uh, Tim and Jella essentially wandering around being like, look at all this cool like political campaign like graffiti and posters of of uh, Coffeeus. This is great. Also, um, his the opponent that he is running against, um, Mandiba, is starting to feel threatened because he didn't realize like how big of a, a you know social media presence that Coffeeus is going to have. So he started 
running like a smear campaign and they're all just like very effective yeah super effective where they're like he's a madman <laughs> and Dylan's like this is bullshit they're like this is politics i was like wow true words have never been spoken but people are saying it on the tv yeah um and and so they the political campaign uh the three people that like went to go see coffee us were like, Hey, we want to give you some security as a precaution. And Jill is like, but you know, coffee is Van Damme. He's pretty much his own security. Like just as a precaution, because like if something happens to you, then no one is ever going to stand up to Mandiba again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so coffee is back at his house. He wakes up to super tall power gang, man, super power, super power leader. That's his name with his, some new, yeah, that's what it said in yeah. the, in the credits Looking and, and in the as subtitles as he used to look yeah which you made the lovely comment of like obviously new coffee is taller than og coffee did, did we discuss that coffee is, is probably the tallest maybe i now? think so yeah we have or at least close that. and he went from being one of the shortest yeah but despite his new height he's still much shorter he really is still shorter than, than superpower yes yeah so and superpower is uh getting some new bling up in his hair it looks nice yeah he does yeah but he pretty much breaks into his house and he's like hey bro and he's like what the hell are you doing and he's just like just wanted to let you know i think it's crazy that you're going into politics and i really like you <laughs> and maybe you should watch your step and coffee is like are you threatening me he's like uh, kind of not really i'm just saying like you should be careful because like boss man really wants you dead and honestly like it's even a threat for me to just come talk to you mm. coffee is like well why don't you just join me and he's like boss man pays more so it's made apparent that you know super power tall leader man mm. is now working for mandiba but he you know kind of does have a soft spot for coffee because he's like you know when we fought and it was legendary yeah. and it made us look both <laughs> super awesome like i'm a big fan of that i'd like to keep that going so you can't be dead but also like you need to watch your back because there are mm-hmm. I mean, you going into politics is incredibly dangerous so there you go this uh but scene, if you survive you have my vote <laughs> the scene should be like really tricky it doesn't really feel that way to me it it mm. comes off really well. Yeah. But I mean, to take a very violent, scary antagonist yeah. and to have bring him in and just have him be like, hey, like, let's be buddies, maybe, kind of. But not really. It's like, yeah. it effectively works, I think, because he is so well defined in season one. Yes. As seeming like kind of an eccentric guy. Like, yeah. you kind of believe he genuinely likes coffee yeah. I don't know likes means what it normally does but yeah. like it's kind of like a Batman Joker thing he likes he's having like, him around I like having you around yeah. because we're clearly on like opposite ends of the spectrum um, but like we complete each other it's like he know? likes them much better than he liked you know like Silas Kabaka or someone yeah, like exactly. he maybe because he's very straightforward in his approach or something mm-hmm. um, so you can believe it when he says uh, like I don't want to kill you anymore just because we made each other famous yeah <laughs> sort of we're but, on this crazy um, ride together man i mean i think definitely sensei has got this thing that happens to certain shows where uh they obviously liked a lot of the actors actresses a lot mm. and just wanted to bring them back yeah and they had to think about like how can we do that yeah. which they also i think did with with silas kabaka himself yes and like that's why this guy works because it is kind of a stretch to figure out a way to get him back in mm-hmm. but he just has that charisma for some reason he does he's so tall you know? you're like i buy that you want to be friendly <laughs> sure well it's kind of like a balancing act with him too where he's like we're friendly we're not friends mm-hmm. and like i don't want to join your cause because i'm in it for the money but like you're also in danger so i'm giving you a heads up i'm not going to do anything about it at least not explicitly yet but mm-hmm. just letting you know like i like you you are in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I'm still going to scare you by waking you up with a gun. Yeah. Like, dude, find a better way to make your entrance. I'm just saying. Um, oh, he knew what he was doing. So, yeah, that's, that's Coffeeus's. I think it's, it's like Coffeeus is slowly realizing that, yes, he wants to make a difference and he knows that it's dangerous, but I don't think he is fully aware of how dangerous it is. Um, and so it's kind of like, almost like a shock to see, you know, how well he's doing on like social media and websites to the point where like they're doing a smear campaign against him and just kind of seeing his iconography all around his home is just kind of he's like whoa like this is actually happening and i don't think you know he's getting bullied into it or anything like he really as he says he he has some pretty clear convictions of he's like i want to help i want to make the world better i want to i want to make the changes that need to be made 
but it's like oh yeah but there's a lot more extra baggage that comes with it some of it's good like you are being you know presented all around your town and and you know you have a presence but some of it's bad like you are gonna get threats mm-hmm. so he is adjusting to his new status for sure yep and who else do we have it's just sun uh we kind of covered her mostly because most of her scenes are with other sensates yeah but she yeah she's with leto yeah she talks about how all this stuff she's dealing with yeah uh and then she talks to nomi later about what's going to be happening about how there's an opening yeah uh for maybe her to infiltrate her brother's I don't know what you call it. Gala. Conference, gala. Yeah. Keynote. Yeah. Summit. It's a big celebration. It's a gala. That's what they yeah. said, I think. It's just a big company party. The, like, end of fiscal uh, year, look how great we did. Yeah. Party. A yeah. big blowout. But uh, it is interesting to note that the police, I mean, Nomi mentions it, the police uh, recommended that her brother not continue with this gala. But there's so much money going in through the company that he's like, no, I have to do, like, some sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's it's, it's just a nice little reminder that, you know, the the police are still investigating him. So even though we didn't get any hot detective in this episode, which is tragic, (laughs) if you ask me, um, it's clear that, like, law enforcement is kind of in the mix now with this storyline. And um, I really enjoy seeing Sun and... I don't know, a different setting. Yeah. Uh, like, from here until the end of the season, I think it's just because she spends so much time in prison. Yeah. But, like, it's fun to see her not just not wearing the prison outfit all the time, but, yeah. like, in this crazy neon love motel, you yeah. know, and then when she's going to be uh, in disguise later mm-hmm. to, to infiltrate the party, where it just feels like she's getting to... I don't know, have some fun, not actually for her, but for us watching her. It's like her storyline gets colorful. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I also really like that they have already started pairing her up with Leto, just because they are complete foils to one another, but they are so clearly dependent on each other, Uh, because we've said this before. He's like an emotional mouthpiece, emotional (laughs) outlet for her, but they... uh, He says that himself Yeah. in this one. Yeah, and so I think like it's fun to already pair them up, and, you know, also find that he has a really good skill set with flair bartending. But it's going to become obvious that they, even though they're totally different, um, they are going to be dependent on one another to achieve their goals. So mm. with Sun, like, she's obviously going to need his bartending skills to get after her brother. And with Leto, surprisingly enough, he's going to need her, like, actual horrible experiences and the emotional fallout of that to help him move his career forward mm-hmm. so it's it, I just really like them paired up they they really play well off of each other and it's always really funny so yeah. Alito pairs really well with anyone who's serious yes absolutely <laughs> whether it's someone who's serious all the time yeah or anyone else who's currently serious yeah I think yeah so that's it I mean that is it I think this is a really good episode yeah a lot of momentum, mm-hmm. uh, but also just a lot of charm. This, this yeah, really shows off season it, two and how yeah. um, how good the cast is together and all the different ways that can be thought of to combine them at this point. Yeah, I feel like up until this point we have been getting like a lot of extra ep- exposition on how like the sensei community works, mm-hmm. and it's fun to see it in play with not just like with. Uh, Leela with the action set pieces but also like how the clusters are interacting with one another and yeah I just feel like they're they're they've set everything up pretty well so now they get to have a little bit more fun with it and they get to kind of increase the momentum mm-hmm. as they drive towards the finale much like season one the difference is just that this one's just a uh, faster pace because well, yes. they expect th- there's kind of a shorthand with the audience already but also, I think there's a little more action at the beginning of season two, sort of to kick things back off, and yeah. the uh, slower part is more in the middle, yeah. Uh, as opposed to season one, where it's it slower at the opening, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. I so like it's it. Like you get used to the new pace of season two and how quick it's going, and then it kind of slows down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And even though it's basically what Sensei is like normally, yeah. Before that. Uh, now you're used to this fast pace. Yeah. And so it's exciting to have it pick up again. I think, like, the some of the BPO storyline is still confusing, like, with Jonas, because it's such a throw. Uh, like, yeah. 
Although you're not supposed to know if you can trust him. Right. So So I think they do a good job in executing it, and especially having a bunch of other sensates being like, I am so confused. Yeah. Because I agree with them. I was like, wow, this is a lot of information for them to digest. But even, like, the way they shoot those scenes at the beginning where they're all interacting and interrupting one another and, and, you know, kind of like a soundboard of ideas of, like, well, what does this mean? And what does this mean? And what do we have to draw from this? Like it is kind of hard to follow sometimes but then at the same time it's like you know it'll get explained and so you just kind of have to strap in and enjoy the ride it it quickly becomes hard to remember that season one isn't full of these scenes where they're all talking about stuff yeah they feel so natural yeah uh that it's like you can imagine what they would have sounded like if they had been there yeah it's a really nice progression like i said we already have a shorthand from season one so to see it evolve into is really fun and I think it's really nicely showcased in this episode mm-hmm. plus you know big fun cluster fights are yes. always great so who's your MVP I give it to Wolfgang ooh interesting yeah. choice I guess he had to deal with a lot yeah I just I, I like that he is kind of trapped in uh, he's trapped obviously mm-hmm. but I think like his sauna scene with Sebastian is good and as much as I like to rally against her I think his scenes with Leela are really good because he doesn't he's not a character who says a lot as you know I mean they even explicitly say in this episode they're like Wolfgang doesn't talk that much (laughs) but I mean you can tell that he's an incredibly smart guy I think he gets underestimated a lot even by the cluster because like when he stops Will from going in and then when he gets into the safe while once they're inside like he's a he's a smart dude he, he has some really good survival skills but he also has an issue of you know reaching out to people but um i like it when he gets thrust into these situations that are not of his own doing like he doesn't have any agency when leela is setting up all these manipulations and setting a trap for him but he's like bullheaded enough to go in and do it like i respect it i also get really frustrated with him i'm like just reach out to your cluster but it's like that's not his character and so i think you know this is a nice showcase for his character because it's like even though he's getting pulled into things he's still going to try and deal with it himself and that stays true to the character that has been established throughout plus it's really fun whenever he's in an action scene so Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to him what about you? I have a tie based choice Mm. because I think two people deserve it I mean Leto is really good I'm going to give it to Leto because I don't think he's ever more hilarious than in this episode yeah and um, he's not going to have quite as much material coming up as yeah. it gets a bit more action-y. True. Uh, in particular, he's not in the finale very much. Yeah. So I might as well throw him this now. I like it. But I also really like that scene um, with Kala and Will, so I want to give it to Kala because I think she's so um, smart yes. and astute about how to deal with this situation, and it's a really great use of uh, her using her... Uh, <laughs> attributes positive and negative her her rambliness and everything her, yeah. using her personality to take over the scene and take care of one of the other sensates i just mm-hmm. think it's it's fun even though she is still indecisive about you know that's that's a, her character flaw of indecision she's almost using that to help her out like this will allow me to to go on and on and on while we deal with a different problem that's more pressing right now yeah she also has such great comedic timing. I know yeah, we've talked does. about it before, but it is really fun to see her interact with Will as, like, you know, one-fourth of the coupling off of the Sensates to see them interact with another member of another couple and have her rambly and her person-y personality come out and Will's personality come out where he's just, like, just it's so easy for him to distill her ramblings into, do you mean you want to do this because of this reason or this reason? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, God, we can't talk about this. So that's she's a good pick too. Sidekicks. Oh man. I mean, I kind of want to give it to Danny and Hernando just for their <laughs> like little. <laughs> it's not even petty. Obviously, they care about Lido, but it's just like they're not willing to let things go. They're mm. like, let's psychoanalyze him right in front of him. I'm sure that'll go over well. And I think it it comes from a place of strawberry margaritas and love. So, I would give it to them. I think uh, I was going to give it to um, Diego, maybe, mm. just for taking everything in stride really well. Yeah. 
Well, more or less. I think he's reacting to it as he's a doing, normal he's doing person well. would. Yeah. He's helping anyway. That's the thing. You know, he's like, how did I get into this again? But yeah. he's still helping. Yeah. And my, my one-off character mm. is the return of superpower. Yes. Man. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It was very stressful, but he popped up again. I'll give it to him, too. He's um, great. My favorite scene is D from Here to Eternity scene because it's just hilarious. Him flinging that Blu-ray hurts yes. my heart. It's everything great about uh, why they're all so funny and entertaining together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we even talked about it when he has that scene with Sun where he's, like, crying on the bed. It's like, he's sad, but it's funny It's still. funny. Like, you obviously, you feel bad for him because the situation is serious where it's like, yeah, your career is over and worse, your dream is over. But even though it's serious, it's not as serious as Sun's. Uh, situation mm. in comparison. Well, there's a lot that goes into this of of making something like that funny. Yeah. Obviously, it's performance. Also, how the tone is pitched, yeah. though, and just how other characters react and how long it goes on and everything. And it seems so effortless. Like, of course, Leto is funny. He's so silly and pathetic. But, you know, I've certainly seen scenes and things before where someone like cries and it's supposed to be funny and you're just like this is too much this is obnoxious yeah and it's never obnoxious uh when Lido does it like they know exactly how to pitch it yeah I like it which just brings a lot of levity to the other sensates too you know Sun's story is so serious it's great to see her having scenes like this where she gets to be the straight man in a comedy scene she's like queen of the eye roll it's great (laughs) so yeah what's your favorite scene I mean I like the cluster fight it's cool it's a fun visual I I again understand like people saw it and I know some people have like snickered at it because they're like it's so cheesy I was like but I love it like it's a visceral thrill for me to see Mm -hmm. all of them on screen but also like having them react to things is really fun um and it is another good visual representation of like obviously what's happening in reality of what you know other quote unquote homo sapiens can see is much different than what the sensates are seeing so Mm -hmm. it's kind of fun I really like it so yeah plus you know Sun being like a murderous piggyback backpack gun toting machine is (laughs) fun too so yeah I like it anyway I think that's it that's a fun episode Uh, really excited for the next couple ones it'll be good Mm -hmm. we should probably sign off Uh, this has been Vicky this is Camden and we'll be talking to you guys later bye ciao 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 (laughs) ciao if you guys liked our show please let us know you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast and also feel free to contact us on our main website. That one is grumpyoctopusproductions.com. Then I'll link you up to all of our social media. You can follow us on Twitter and or like us on Facebook. And you can reach out to us at our email account. That is grumpyoctopusproductions at gmail.com. I think we're sensing a bit of a trend here. <laughs> um, also on the website, you guys can check out all of our episode and production notes and fun little extras as well. So, as always, thanks for listening, loyal listeners. Alrighty, signing off.